Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hey guys, I'm Ellie Perlman with a special edition of Ready to Scale for you today. The first Tuesday of each month, I will be releasing an advanced training session on information like raising capital, creating an effective acquisition process, and more on all things related to being a multifamily syndicator. These recordings are from webinars that I hosted, so you can also jump on my YouTube channel called Ready to Scale Multifamily Investing with Ellie Perlman and watch along if you prefer. In these sessions, you will learn valuable information to help give you a competitive edge and keep your business thriving. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Ready to Scale. And today I want to talk to you about how I was able to increase rents by almost 30% during COVID. Yes, 30%. And this is something that, frankly, I was not expecting. I thought that we're going to have, you know, a lot harder time to actually increase rents because right now everyone is focusing on maintaining their tenants and making sure tenants are not going to leave. But I want to start from the beginning. So basically what Blue Lake, which is my company, what we do is that we buy multifamily properties in Texas, Florida, and Georgia, mostly. And we focus on value-add deals. So value-add strategy is basically very simple. It means that you're buying properties that have the potential of implementing some value-add. And value-add can come in two ways. You can either cut costs or you can increase the income of the property or both. And by doing so, you're basically not only increasing the income of the property and the profit, but you're also increasing the valuation of the property. And then you can sell the property at a much, much higher price. So let's talk a little bit about what was happening pre-COVID with value-add deals and what changed during COVID and how we at Blue Lake did things differently. So pre-COVID, when it comes to value add, the scope basically was to get in, to renovate the units, among other things. We, you know, value add can also be, when it comes to increasing the income, it can also be renovating the exteriors, like power wash, improving the landscaping, etc. But the main driver of increase in rents is actually the unit renovation. So unit renovation, usually you put black or stainless steel appliances instead of white appliances. You put plank flooring, painted or new kitchen and bathroom cabinet doors. You paint the unit, you add backsplash, new hardware and lighting. And usually the scope is not the same for each unit. It changes based on the market, based on what is desirable in the market, based on how much tenants are able to pay because everyone wants to live in the nicest apartment, but not everyone can pay for the nicest apartment. So you need to kind of adopt and match the renovation scope to the sub market. Now, 
the cost is anywhere between $2,000 and $7,000. Now, normally, pre-COVID, we would get between 15 and 20% rent increases. So for instance, if the unit was $1,000 when it was what we call classic unit, meaning not renovated, after we renovate it, we push rents, let's say, by 15%. So now for the renovated unit that used to cost tenants $1,000 a month, now we're talking about $1,150 a month. Basically, these are the premiums for the renovated unit. Now, when you buy multifamily, usually in what happened pre-COVID, we basically started by renovating all the vacant units. So usually vacancy can be between 5 and 10% which means if we're buying a 100-unit apartment building, maybe five, maybe 10 units are vacant. They were the first ones that were perfect candidates for value-add because the apartments are right there. They're basically available. And we started renovating all the vacant units, put them back in the market and renovate them for a premium. Now, after we're done with all the vacant units, we would do the renovations on turns, which means once the lease is ending for a specific tenant, then basically we get in, we renovate the unit, and then we lease it to a new tenant that is willing to pay a higher price. That was pretty standard pre-COVID. And then COVID hit. And so when COVID hit, the first thing that happened is that most sponsors, like myself, basically paused renovations. And most of them are still doing it today. And I'm recording this episode on June 21st of 2020. So the reason why over 95% or more of sponsors are not basically maintaining the value-add plan. They basically stopped renovating for three main reasons. One, they want to preserve tenants. So basically, whenever a lease was ending, they said, hey, we're going to renew your lease for 0% rent increases because they didn't want those tenants to leave. Because obviously during COVID, it's a little bit harder to bring tenants to occupy new units, especially if now you're going to renovate the units and now you need to find a tenant that is willing not only to move during COVID, but willing to pay a higher price. So that seemed to be like more of a risky strategy. The second reason why sponsors stopped renovating units is because they were afraid that they wouldn't be able to lease the renovated units for a higher price. It's much easier to find a tenant that is willing to pay $1,000 for a unit than someone who's willing to pay $1,200. The third reason is basically because they wanted to maintain capital. And maintaining capital is huge for sponsors who don't have enough reserves. And the reason why it's extremely important to make sure you have enough reserves in today's market is because we have basically, we've seen across the board in the US a decline in rent collections. It wasn't a huge decline. We we're talking about 93 to 95% rent collections, but it's still 5 to 7% lower than what it usually is. And sponsors were unsure when COVID hit if they were be able to maintain the same level of income. And, you know, you have to pay utilities, you have to pay your mortgage. And sponsors wanted to make sure that the money that they usually allocate for unit renovation is not going to be used because they might need it to pay the mortgage. And to be honest, that was basically our state of mind in the first two weeks of COVID. And pretty early on, around the beginning of April, we said, wait a minute, let's do things differently. We said, why are we giving up on this amazing opportunity to get rent increases? We assumed the tenants 
you know, that they're not going to want to pay the higher price, but let's not choose for them. Let the tenants choose. And then what we did, we basically implemented something that I call renovation on demand. And it's a pretty simple concept. And we've seen tremendous increase in income from implementing that concept. And I call it renovation on demand because we basically flipped the model. Instead of renovating the available units that we have and then finding tenants, we bring tenants and we show them two types of units. So our model units are always renovated. We show them the model unit that is renovated and we show them a non-renovated unit, which we call a classic unit. And we tell them, hey, for the renovated unit, you're going to pay $1,200 or $1,250. For the classic unit, you're going to pay $1,000. Which one would you like to get? And surprisingly, over 70% of our new tenants starting April 1st wanted to go with the renovated unit. And once they said, hey, I want a renovated unit, I have enough money and I can prove it, I'm willing to pay more, then only after they signed the contract, we sent our crew to renovate the units and it takes us between seven and 10 days and only then the tenant moved in. So basically flipped the model and it's you know, pretty simple to do. We made sure that we have a demand before we spent the money. So this way we know that we're going to be able to actually renovate the unit and it's not going to stay in the market for months and months because we can't find anyone that can pay for the premium. So as I mentioned, 70% of the new tenants chose to go with the renovated unit. So obviously not everyone has been financially impacted by COVID. And if we said, we're assuming that everyone, that nobody is going to be able to pay for the renovated unit, we would have lost a tremendous opportunity now to increase rents. And actually between the beginning of April and today, June 21st, we were able to raise rent anywhere from 10% to 29%. Now, increasing rents by 29% was frankly not something that we thought that we would be able to do, but we did. And that's a tremendous increase to our income, to our bottom line. So obviously we have, as economies were reopening, we had more and more tenants looking for an apartment and we basically implement renovation on demand. We show them the two types of units. We say, hey, why don't you choose? And this way, by implementing such a simple model, we were able to increase rents during COVID, which is pretty crazy. So I think the bottom line here is when things you know, are difficult, when there's changes that nobody was facing earlier, just think outside of the box and don't make any assumptions about what people want. Just test the market and see if it's working. There's really no reason to stop renovation right now. You just need to do it in a smart way and make sure that if you do renovate a unit, that you have someone that can move in and pay for the premium. So, you know, seeing $200, $250 rent increases during COVID is pretty phenomenal. And the last thing I would say is it's also really important what market you're buying your properties in because the stronger markets have been and will attract strong tenants that are able and willing to pay a little bit more for a nicer, better apartment. And if you bought an apartment in, a, in the wrong side of town because it was cheap or on paper, the cash on cash was high, I believe that now these properties are struggling. So it's really important to focus on the right market and the right neighborhood and the right type of asset that is going to be resilient during COVID. So we personally focus on class A and B areas. 
and basically class B properties. So class B properties are properties that could be built in the 80s and 70s, 80s and 90s. They look good. They don't have a lot of deferred maintenance and they tend to attract the right type of tenant base that is willing to pay up to 29% rent increases during COVID. So I hope that this episode brought value to you. Just implement this renovation on demand. If you're a sponsor, try it at, at your property. You have nothing to lose. Try and show tenants both type of units and let them choose. If you're a passive investor, you can reach out to your sponsor and tell them about this idea and ask them to implement it. It's a no-brainer because it doesn't cost you anything to show them the two type of units and let them choose. And only after they sign on the contract, then you go in, you know, pretty quickly. Most tenants are not looking to move, you know, within a day or two. There's always a lag of a week to two weeks until they, you know, get out of the or finish their previous contract. That's the perfect timing to get in renovated units and have it ready for them when they're ready to move in. That's it for today. I hope you're staying safe and healthy. Be well, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.